Look at my records. Here we are. First episode in the brand new Look at My Records studio. Yes. Very happy to have Johnny Latira here of Tough Sunshine. It is good to be here. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm really um, happy to have you here. We've known each other on the internet for a while, <laughs> and now it's like finally great to meet in person. Yeah, it I've is. I've enjoyed Tough Sunshine for some time now. Uh, congratulations on the new place. Thank you. I'm it's you know beautiful. happy to be here. We have it. we have way more space now. If yeah. you uh, if you were at the old spot, it would be way smaller, but uh, it's well, more intimate, I guess, but fun. But yeah, it's nice. I cool. love it. Yeah, how are you doing today? Good. I'm doing well. I'm, uh, like I said, just good to, thanks for having me. I do appreciate, I'm always uh, thankful to be able to do stuff like this. It's important to always put that out there, I feel. Oh yeah, I'm very thrilled to have you. Let's delve into Tough Sunshine a little bit. Tell me about how this project started. Is it sort of a solo project of yours or is it is it more of a band dynamic? You've gone through it. You have a new drummer now, you were telling me. Well, we play, yeah, basically, it's a band. I, I want it, and the releases are rock garage kind of projects for the most part. Um, and uh, bas- basically, I've been playing with Turner style for the entire time of the project. We started the band with Ani Cordero, and uh, that was about six years ago now, six or seven years ago. Uh, and then through then we've, uh, she left and, uh, still plays with us once in a while and she's started focusing on her solo stuff, which has gone really well for her. And then, uh, we were talking about it. Linda Pittman was playing with us for a while, which was fantastic. And then she's now doing Filthy Friends and Baseball Project and everything. So she's been really busy. Uh, lately we've been playing with Rich Hutchins, who's Shopa Ray's drummer. Great, another great band. Yeah, yeah, Shilpa's great. Turner plays with her as well. So, um, and Emma. Emma DeCorsi. Emma DeCorsi. Yeah, so she's been uh, taking over the uh, the female vocal harmonies and guitar stuff. So it's kind of like a, it's turned into more of like a family, I guess. That's what we were talking about the other day. I, I always was attached to the idea of having a, like a band that's like a gang and it just doesn't work that way anymore. You know, when you're working with like super professionals who are touring and doing other stuff, you're going to have to find people who can step in and take over. And and uh, it's just kind of an ongoing thing. You know, when Turner's on tour, I have to get somebody to cover the bass. Um, if I can't get anyone, I do solo shows. And uh, that's been going well. And there's been more of those lately, but... Uh, that will change as the new record comes out this year. We have a finished album that's, I think we're going to play something from. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Um, be the first time, the first public airing. Uh, it's called Dig Deeper Peanut, and that's going to be coming out this year, probably in summer-ish. I'm still trying to finalize some things. Uh, it was, it's been finished for a while. I was dealing with some labels, and uh, eventually nothing panned out to where it would work for both of us so uh we just ended up probably probably going to be self-releasing it but i'm still not quite sure yet cool so tell me about that release that's about to come out in the summer in comparison to fire in the hero building Mm -hmm. which i listened to i love that record it's really really good i feel like it really 
almost every song kind of sounds different too on that record yeah. i don't know if you agree i feel like a lot of the songs have a lot of different feel mm -hmm. i could hear some like wilco alt country sort of then more post-punk more aggressive mm -hmm. stuff as well uh how would you compare your new material to fire in the hero building um i there's a lot i think that the the things being different through the throughout the record are kind of like just what happens with me and my writing i i i kind of i get why people put on a record that's just one vibe the whole way through but my favorite records are always records that are yeah have a lot going on you know like a lot of different things not even necessarily different genres but just different feels Feelings, and yeah. um so that's kind of just the way i write naturally and i usually get about 15 or 20 songs for a record and then pair them down to about 10 you know the these two full lengths were both 10 just by chance. Um, we recorded this new record with Ani, was still playing drums with us at that point, and uh, she has a song on it as well, same as the last record where she had a tune on it. Um, I think the new record's um, a little more, a l it's maybe a, it's a little less just garagey kind of. The, the base of that Fire in the Hero building, I feel, is still kind of garagey post punk. That's what all, all the yeah. kind of press says, but. Um, this one maybe is a little bit more, it just feels like a, a second record when I listen to it. It feels like the natural progression of the band. and I just hope that that's what continues. You know? And are you done recording and mixing and everything? Yeah, it's been, fin it's totally finished. It's oh, been finished for that's a year awesome. and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so you do have a couple of songs out there, right? That I saw, your solo stuff. Um, well, the... The EP thing that you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. that's a new thing that I'm doing. So in between, while I was kind of dealing with uh, waiting for record labels to make up their minds and deal with that business end of things, I just wanted to keep putting out music. I mean, I'm always writing stuff. Yeah. So I started, a, a friend of mine, Rory Murphy, who uh, is a sound guy, had asked me when we were in London if I wanted to do some uh, solo records. Uh, just just to have just to have some stuff recorded because I do do a lot of solo shows and a lot of times people especially from other places will say do you have any examples and I I, I just give them the records but that's not really a representative yeah. of what I do when I play solo shows so um we decided to just do like three songs in uh in this building that's called the Monty building down, uh, in Brooklyn set up a bunch of really nice mics and I just play and I double tracked everything once uh, the guitars and vocals. There's no harmony vocals or anything. One song has a, like a Jameson bottle slide. That's about it. It's really, really minimal, and um, I really dig it. And I want to. I want to keep doing these. Uh, there, it's. That's going to be a series. It's called Untreated, and um, this is the first one, which we'll hear a couple songs from. And uh, I'm going to try and do. Uh, depending on my and Rory's availability, try to do one every like maybe three or four months. And um, have just have them be series of just little three song EPs. They're just going to be on gr uh, Garage Band. They're not like official releases. Under they're under the name Tough Sunshine, but because I just that's the operating, you know, yeah. address. <laughs> T tell me a little bit about the experience of recording something that's more minimalist like that, as compared to. When I listen to Fire in the Hero Building, mm -hmm. you know, it's a very, very well done record, the way it sounds to me. Thanks. Is yeah, the experience, yeah. like, totally different? Is it more relaxed and kind of just 
hey, let's let's track this once or twice, and then that's it. Kind of like untreated, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, that's the idea. The 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 sort of the idea behind the this series of as of now it's one, but hopefully series of projects that a series of these little three song EPs that they are. I just want to go in and also there are songs that are very new they've never been some of them i've never even played out i had the lyrics sheets in front of me you know but there's just no there's just no pressure i don't care if the, if my tempo's going up and down i don't care if i hit a flat note here and there it's i want them to be really i've i just always love the demo the vibe you know i i love like listening to bands demos i, I love listening to and some of these songs might very well end up on a full length at some point with the band but for right now this is just where i want to be they're really fun have some wine sit down you know have someone else take care of the recording i do this at home too with demo stuff it's kind of one step up from demos and i put them initially i wasn't gonna release them or release them in quotes i guess you know i mean like i said they're just on they're up on Bandcamp for people to check out and listen to and you know purchase if they want uh but it, it came out really well. Rory did a really good job. We worked really well together. I mean, you know, I did all three songs, and this is, we're talking two hours. Yeah, 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 it's yeah like super, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like really. Um, so I was like, yeah, you know, it's kind of cool, and it's also a good thing to kind of serve as, like, I just, there hasn't been a, 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 a an official release since, I mean, 2000, the end of 15 was, Fire in the Hero Building, and then it got re-released, got put out by Brooklyn Arts Press yeah. in 2016, I think, the middle, and then, or 17, I, I'm not there, sure. There was a tape it. release last year, right? Yeah. Chris uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Chris um, uh, from Shorewave. Shorewave Records, yeah, yeah. So that record had like a bunch of like these little sort of sporadic releases through different avenues, and, uh, uh, and, and I've just been waiting on... Like I said, waiting on this one, but I, I kind of said I was, I, I know there's by no means do you need a record label in this day and age, but I just kind of got tired of doing everything myself. Yeah. You know, just everything, everything, everything myself. And uh, I was hoping to uh, find someone who would share that burden with me. <laughs> um, and I had some, some people who were interested in, and, and we met and we talked and uh, it just, it's just a rough time, you know. I mean, the people that I talked with were uh, basically saying we love this record, but it's not going to be beneficial to us to put it out. It's and we don't really have the money, and we're not you're we're not going to be able to give you any money. And it's not even about the money. It's for me. It's I was sort of talking more about like distribution and stuff. So I'm yeah. still kind of working on that. And then it's kind of like maybe the business end of things isn't always the most interesting thing to talk about, but it's. It's like totally real, you know. Oh, you know yeah, when you're dealing sure. with this professionally, you have to think about it. And uh, um, I think the record, it, it's just I see I, I it seems like, um, there's a home for it somewhere. I just yeah. haven't found it yet. So, uh, but I can't. I'm not waiting anymore. I have a whole other record finished, written, and I just have to keep going. You know. So, so. you have two Tough Sunshine records finished. Well, no, we have one, one complete. I have one written. Yeah, can, yeah. one's completely finished, mastered, ready and to go. And then one's and one's written. one's written. Yeah, <laughs> and I just has to. You know, I work with Turner a lot on the arrangements. Yeah, and we're looking for someone uh, like to play. Linda's just been so busy on yeah, tour, yeah. and um, uh, we're looking for 
somebody who's going to sit down with us do like work on that arranging stuff. That's you know? that's impressive. Very prolific. I write a lot. Yeah, it's just it, it kind of some people have that's not never been a problem for me. Writing is something I, I really enjoy doing. In fact, I like it better than anything else. Um, better than playing live. Better than better than anything because it's the only time I'm like completely out of my head. I feel. Um, <laughs> out of my head in more ways than one but but definitely uh i just feel like um that's my natural habitat i went to uh initially i went to, was in school for writing and for was thinking about you know an mfa and stuff i decided i started playing in a band and i decided not to pursue that route the poetry route and the so it was really awesome when uh joe from brooklyn arts press uh, approached me and said he was interested in putting out the record because that was like a really nice I mean, they're they're super respected press they put out the national book award for poetry yeah yeah um, yeah so that was like some some validation in a sense you know it's like well, that that's really cool and it was interesting to do something with uh someone who's like not a label you know like there's not a lot of music now there's a lot of labels that put out books yeah I think jack white does that and some people I've, I've or maybe i'm thinking of somebody else but i know there's people who do that but this was kind of a flip on that, where like the the uh, the press actually put out music. Um, so that was you know, that was cool, and I, I just kind of think, um, yeah, the writing part for me has always been pretty. It's I love it. It's just it makes it's what I love to do. So, what's your writing process like then? Since you are a strong lyricist and have a background in writing, do you kind of work on lyrics first and then music or is it varied yeah I mean, that, that's the question a, a common question and it, it's i feel like i answer it different every time um i think it's something that's interesting to people like us and yeah. people who are musicians um but i guess my answer is sort of both sometimes i'll come up with a title or like a phrase and uh and in that, within that title or phrase, I'll have a little bit of a melody just there, like, and, and then I'll just start there and fit it. I, I like working from titles a lot, um, uh, or maybe a line, and then just build around that. I'll just get on GarageBand, like, and sit down, and um, I always try to write and finish something and demo it in the same night. Um, it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes things need to like gestate a little bit, yeah. but. Um, for the most part, from the time I finish a song, I'll definitely demo it, and I'll just put it on. We have tons of stuff on. I have lots and lots of stuff on sound on the SoundCloud page. That's just that I use SoundCloud for demos only. Yeah, um, that's more of a place where I can send it to someone and say, "Here's what I'm working on," or whatever. You know, this is the and uh, um, so it's basically that. It's kind of um a lot of hyper focus six hours of like I'll, I'll i usually start around 10 or 11 at night and go till about like four in the morning wow and um just hyper focus on finishing one thing the problem with that i has been though that i i don't know how to play a lot of these songs because <laughs> i'm getting ready to you know I'm, yeah go on I'm, tour so yeah i'm getting ready i, I kind of right? want to play new stuff and i have to go and learn them because i've really only played them once so the songs on uh, Untreated and all the ones that I want to do in this Untreated series are um, exactly that. Songs that were demoed, recorded under GarageBand, and then I basically had to learn them 
just the same way you would learn them if you were going to yeah. play them or cover it. And uh, it's and then there's a lot of songs there that I don't uh, that I go back to. It's a really interesting way to weed things out because I'll go back to it and I'm like, this just isn't working. I'm not digging this, and and I'll just that's it's cool. Like it was important, and and also I go back and mine things. Uh, I don't know if a lot of I think probably this is a common thing for songwriters to do. I I know some people do it for sure that they'll go and uh, like part of a song really works. Like even if it's just a line or, or maybe like a verse or a chorus part bridges a lot of the time I find. Um, and you just take that from that song. So uh, if there was ever anyone, you know, doing sort of a forensic study of the of the, uh, <laughs> of the SoundCloud stuff, you would see that there's a lot of songs there that oh, this part actually shows up on the record, the final record, but it's not in that song. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So we're gonna play some of these untreated songs yeah i'm excited about that i'm using this as the uh the official launch today's the very the, the exciting <laughs> that's awesome so tell me tell me about what we're gonna play what people are gonna hear uh well there's i was gonna play the first two songs from the the three uh and uh the first song is called um i'm not looking at it so i have to think uh it's called steeplejack yeah nice and i wish i knew i can't remember it, you know there was this fantastic steeplejack his name was fred what is steeplejack from, from the northern england um it's a guy who works on chimneys oh okay. okay yeah so um this steeplejack was a super badass actually i want to look up his name because i want to <laughs> give him credit he um he was uh he was this he he wouldn't use um any kind of uh um, like protection or anything. He would just climb to the top. I mean, like these crazy heights, like unbelievable. His name was Fred Dibna. <laughs> Fred Dibna. He's a, look at him. He's just a super hard ass. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he was, uh, and they interviewed the, the BBC did a, a special on him in this, in the like sixties. And I was just kind of, somebody posted it on, I saw it on online somewhere about this, this guy you know and, and how it was this old like kind of path film path they yeah whatever you say it and him like climbing up the steeple um or i'm sorry the climbing up the uh the chimney and just like his job was to tear down these five six story chimneys wow. and he did it all by himself so this song has nothing to do with that but, <laughs> but the, the idea came from that and it was uh the the I was thinking about how, you know, when you have to deal with that kind of thing every day, this kind of fear and like the anxiety of, of how inherent that would be to have that yeah. kind of fear and anxiety doing that. And uh, the sort of chorus, I guess, of the song is, you know, the steeplejack can only climb so high. He says he's not afraid of heights. He lies. It's all he thinks about all day and all night long. It's like, yeah. it's just, it's this, um, that kind of part about being maybe in denial about uh or pushing through like just about pushing through and and not letting everyone yeah. not letting on to everyone about actually what's happening a lot of the lyrics are pretty um and a lot of the stuff for this untreated stuff is very uh 
experimental lyrically. I tend to be more experimental lyrically than I do musically. Yeah. Um, I kind of am a sucker for melody, and uh, I like traditional pop music. I like yeah, those def- kinds of definitely. things, you know? Um, the, the new record has, and actually the record that I'm writing is going in a lot, I think, more experimental musically directions as well. I like sort of like a lot more extended jam parts and songs and things, but uh, lyrically is is where I try to experiment the most, or like that I have the kind of most f- excitement about, I guess, the most fun with. And um, so that's kind of, um, I don't know, does that kind of answer the question? I probably went on a huge tangent there, but... No, definitely. Um, I wanted yep. to give Fred credit. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the second track? Uh, the second song's called My Mother's Side, and uh, it's that title comes from, uh, see, again, like, working from these titles like the the lyrics kind of i never want to say like you know the lyrics are always interpreted by the listener so yeah you know i don't what i say matters to a certain extent but i think that like for me it's the, the title that kicks it off and wherever that goes is what's what makes it like a it's like a choose your own adventure book yeah. or something um but uh there's a supposedly the buddha was born when he was born he he was born out of his mother's side yeah yeah so, you know if you're familiar with that story of um and i just I, i've had a, this song i think the i've even had this a different song with this title recorded at one point even it may, possibly even played it live not with this band it's been around for a long time and i've always wanted to use that title and that that imagery and uh so this one i just i totally just went for it and was just like I'm gonna make it extremely personal like the lyrics are very referential to me anyway um and uh yeah that's pretty much it like this like I said it like working from these the, the title's evocative enough it can bring out a lot of lyrical stuff that there's stuff that's in there that I'm not maybe not aware of like it's a good way to work subconsciously it's like a jumping off point kind of yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Sounds gonna... pretty. That's pretty punk rock. Huh? Anything else you want to play for this set? Um, yeah, we're, we'll play one from the uh, the uh, unreleased record. Yeah, um, that's and exciting. This one, I, this is a song I really love. It's uh, it's called "We Seal Every Deal with a Kiss," and uh, I'm always been into really into writing rounds and um, a lot of uh, repetitive stuff. I, I love repetition and and. Uh, there's also a harmony guitar solo in this song, which I really dig. And uh, it's a little bit, this is an example of kind of veering from, uh, I mean, by no means is it experimental music. But to me, like, experimental music doesn't just have to be ambient or, or some sort of, you know, like, noise improv. Like, experimental music can be anything that's got working outside of the boundaries. Um, so I consider this song for, for my band experimental in the sense that it's it's around there's only there's the lyrics just repeat themselves there's no verse chorus you know traditional anyway it's just mostly chorus over and over again but the the interesting what makes it hopefully interesting is that the way that they intersect and the way they weave together yeah 
So uh, this will be the first time for this one played. I'm thrilled. I'm very, <laughs> very excited. So let's play them. We got two tracks from Johnny's Untreated and a brand new Tough Sunshine song that has not been released yet. So welcome to the world. Brand new Tough Sunshine song. Enjoy and we'll be right back. In a children's book Just plodding along Underneath the hot sun The promise is the stick And the carrot is the song We got ourselves a life one I believe in a little bit I believe in a little bit I believe in a little bit Believe in a little bit Home baked and elevated But not for long Sorry sugar He spun Steeplejack can only climb so high Before it gotta push the bricks aside He says he ain't afraid of heights He lies It's all he thinks about All day and all night long
We heard two songs from Untreated and a brand new Tough Sunshine song. Just remind everyone of the titles of those songs again, because uh, this is my first time hearing them as yeah, well. Yeah, the first song was Steeplejack from Untreated, and the second one is called My Mother's Side. And the uh, Tough Sunshine, as yet to be unreleased, is that's the kicking... Uh, 
kickoff song of the record, and it's called uh, We Seal Every Deal with a Kiss. Nice. I like it. Yeah, I like You're that good with too. those titles. You weren't lying. You weren't <laughs> lying. That's a good kickoff song. Awesome, man. So that's great. And the new Tough Sunshine record will be out sometime in 2019. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're not going another year on this one. Cool. So we can't wait. We'll have. You'll get the info from me as soon as the info is available. As soon as, it's, as, soon as I'm aware of it, I'll yes. let you know. Yeah. All right. So now we're transitioning to the second portion of the program where you picked some records from my record collection. And we're going to play them. Awesome. Starting with Billy Bragg. Yes. Levi Stubbs Tears. Yeah. Great song. Homage to the great Four Tops singer. One of my favorites. Yeah. It's a really, really good song. Yeah. Billy Bragg has a way with words, as do you. Absolutely. All these uh, people that I picked are some of the my favorite lyricists. So, um, do I read them all at once? Or? Um, yeah, and then... And then we'll listen? Yeah. Okay. And then after, we're, after Billy Bragg... We're going to hear Flowers by Camper Van Beethoven. Which um, which Camper Van, Van Beethoven record is that on? Is on it on? Key Lime Pie. Key Lime Pie, yeah. great. Which is one great of my record, favorite records. Yeah. It's probably, Key Lime Pie is probably in my top five albums of all time. The really great, interesting band. When I first heard them, I was like, this band, really dynamic sounding band. Still kind of within the college rock genre, but with a twist. Well, definitely. you know, they... They said that after they did Key Lime Pie that anything else was going to be like Spinal Tap. They just couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't top it. And um, I, I just think that it's like, I'm also a really big believer in, in records being uh, full, like fully realized, put together like a, from front to back. Like I, I don't listen to things on Shuffle. In fact, that's the reason I like pay for Spotify so I don't have to yeah. listen to stuff on Shuffle. Um, I still try to make records that make sense in the running order i spent a lot of time on that stuff um because i just because i want to you know it's like <laughs> not that I, I don't necessarily say that it matters but i i it matters to me this record key lime pie is a perfect example of that it's like it's it's just masterfully from the very beginning all the way through the end is just like perfectly put together sequencing is very important in making a good record a good record i totally agree with you yeah absolutely it's uh, one of my favorites in uh flowers the song i picked is a uh, i kind of think it sort of sums up the whole record like it's very um there's just it it has the pop side of it and also the sort of strange count and like uh you know just uh the the rhythm and the ops sort of every, everything about it is fantastic i love it and then my favorite band next so you get yes. you're getting some love from me Absolutely. the great xtc are you receiving me i just um and again one of my favorite songs ever uh it's just completely the it, it's just so balls out you know it's just like in your face kind of rocking but intelligent as well. Um, and I'm always a big fan of uh, songs that are questions in the title. So there's a, there's a good example of that. Yeah, <laughs> I love this song. Also, it is a good song in capturing 
the end of one era of XTC as well because mm-hmm. Barry Andrews was still in the band. Yeah. The keyboard player. And then <clears> after that, and the next record, Drums and Wires, he wasn't. And I love... I, it's funny because, you know, I mean, I, I really love all eras of this band, but um, I this one in particular is just a... Uh, there's, something, there's something about it that I really, that's always been really special for me. So Yeah, this is... I mean, I love XCC, so there's so many eras of the band, and this is like their early era, mm-hmm. and it's a great song. My second choice would have been uh, I'm, I'm Bugged. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also relatively close to the same. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Um, and then we're going to The Pretenders with Kid um, from the first record. Yeah. And uh, it's just, I don't know. I can't even talk about that one without getting goosebumps. It's just a beautiful song. Yeah, what a beautiful song, beautiful band. One of my favorite guitar solos. Um, it's nothing fancy, it's just perfect. Yeah, you know, beautiful song. And then we're wrapping it up with a real <laughs> banger. Courtney Barnett's Depressed In off yeah. of... I always get the name of this album wrong. It's like, sometimes I sit and sometimes I sit and think or, or I think it's something. Uh, yeah. I, it's good. It's a good record. Yeah, this is, is actually a pretty mellow tune, but um, I like it because it's uh, the I. She's a absolute genius. That um, oh, you can take that. Um, just her um. The, you know, people say when you make it look easy, it's like that's when you're really at the top of your game. The thing I love about Courtney is she's so like she makes it look so easy. She makes songwriting look so easy i i listen to her and i'll just think like why can't i do that like how come i can't hit that level of emotion and the the refrain in this song is um if you got a half a million um you uh well now i'm gonna blow the line it's um start building i can't remember it right now but um, it's all good. <laughs> um if you got half a million it's just so good and it's um it's like simple so simple i yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. it no that's that's the thing that really struck me about her too i remember the first time i heard avant gardener mm-hmm. you know one of the songs on the record before that or the record before that i think was actually a compilation of several eps she had released in australia but that song too lyrically it's very straightforward and simple but it, it has an impact she's tricky she can do she can do it all like lyrically she's very um she can be really uh clever and very uh v- verbose and and very syncopated and then in this song depressed and she can it can be extremely simple and evocative lyrics that are that are very very like i said repetitive then i find that that's i i love both of those things i i try to do both of those things as well so i think that like that's one of the reasons why i just loved her instantly plus she's australian so I'm yeah we we love australians hey we love we love australians we love new zealanders yes come hang out with us here in new york you <laughs> love it here all right so we got johnny's picks billy bragg camper van beethoven xtc the pretenders and courtney barnett we're playing them and then we'll be back to wrap this episode up. The first episode in the new pad. Very excited. This has been a great episode. And we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>
of my bones On the toppled towers flowers growing On an island above flowers growing Behind a mirror, behind a door Flowers growing Drifting fires of orange flowers Roll down the stair
said to I think I know Some things Whenever I go You think it's wrong I can tell you do Storage if you've just got one 
pretty cheap, you say Well, it's a deceased estate Aren't the press metal ceilings great? Then I see the handrail in the shower A collection of those canisters for coffee, tea and flour And a photo of a young man in a van in Vietnam anymore whether the front room faces south or north and I wonder what she bought it for We're back. We just heard Billy Bragg, Camper Van Beethoven, XTC Pretenders, and Courtney Barnett. Great picks. That's a good Johnny. run. That's a good run. Yeah. Great run of songs. We're coming to the end of the program now, but you got a lot going on in 2019. You're about to head over to the United Kingdom. I am. To play a yeah. bunch of shows. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I was, I'm trying to get over there as much as possible, and I've been very fortunate that I've been able to do that. Um, so this time I'm going for a month 
it's kind of half vacation, half work. So I'm playing um, eight or nine shows while I'm there. Starting in London on the 21st. I'll be in Manchester, Bristol. All over. Edinburgh, Cardiff, um, uh, Birmingham, a couple other places I can't think of. Um, all the dates are on the uh, Tough Sunshine Facebook page. T-U-F-F, Sunshine. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love it there. I went to school there for a while uh, in Sheffield, so I'm a little partial to the north, but I love... I've come... My last time I was in London, I really came to love it. I, I, got, I finally got that city for the first time, and I... And uh, so I'm looking forward to being there. I'm, like I said, I'm really lucky to be able to do it and play the solo shows. I, and uh, I've been making a lot of contacts over there and slowly more and more people are coming out and, that's great uh, so it's, it's yeah a, it's a place where they really love music too so it's good you know yeah, like that's still... that's how i felt i went there for the first time in october and oh, i had yeah. a great time i went to a show met some music people it was a lot of fun were you in london yeah yeah cool where'd you go to went the to the hundred club oh yeah that's a screaming le- females you know, the New Jersey yeah band. yeah right <laughs> we right. were there coincidentally and they had a couple, the, two really good supporting bands from uh, the UK, Rodents and another one. And it was cool. I was talking to them after. And then you get into all sorts of new tunes and stuff by meeting people in London. Yeah, as yeah, well. so it's, it's um, fun. It's it is. It's it's a it's it's really a lot like New York City in so many ways that uh, sometimes if the accent wasn't there and some of the architecture, I wouldn't really know yeah, which city yeah, I was yeah. in. But um, but again, like last time I was there, I, re- I really felt like I got it. Um, I was there in November. I just missed you. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, damn. So, um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm always happy to be there, and uh, and I'm looking forward to that. And uh, should be, and it it should be an interesting trip. Uh, and it's also like. Like I said, it's gonna be a lot of sort of chilling out in between. I'm nice. not, I didn't like push it too hard, dates wise. Just kind of playing where I am and good fun. Enjoy yeah. yourself, man. <laughs> and you're playing mostly new tough sunshine or your untreated Johnny stuff. You know what? I haven't made the set list nice. yet, so okay, this will cool. <laughs> this will probably help. I, usually, when I do solo shows and I'm traveling around, I'll just kind of play what I feel like playing. Um, there's always ones that are in the set. The ones that work really well solo, um, like that work, that could like band songs that work that translate. Um, there's some that I just never do because it's just, there's too much else going on band wise that sort of doesn't come across. Uh, so um, yeah, usually it's like you know half hour, forty minute set of just stuff. I I do try to do a lot of stuff that um I don't play with the band obviously because that's just a chance to do it. Um, so uh. Yeah, but thanks for reminding me because I need to. I need to get on that set list. Actually, <laughs> need to work on that set soon. list. You got time. Need to man. rehearse. You got a couple of weeks. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Um, anything else coming up in 2019 that you'd like to share? You got any local shows coming up after the UK yeah, tour or anything? Yeah, we're we're playing. We're going to be at the Gutter on our old stomping ground um, on May 24th. I believe that's the date, May 24th. And um, again, that stuff's all posted on our social media stuff um 
and uh, we possibly I'll probably do something solo in between when I, when I get back in May 24th uh, I wanted to give us some time to rehearse and get everybody get back into yeah. the space and sort of run through the dust everything off because I'll be away for a month and Turner's going to be going away again Emma's touring with High Waisted everybody's like busy so which is great that's the goal you know is to be working so I'm happy that everyone is um, and like I said it makes it you know a lot of people I work with who are kind of music side people they work to get gigs to to work yeah and in my case it's kind of the opposite like if I can't play band shows then I do solo shows it's like that's what I do instead of so everybody's always trying to just keep busy you know and like keep the just keep it going so uh it's great i'm happy for everyone it, it 2019 is gonna be a lot busier we'll be ramping up a lot of the local shows when when i get back can't so. wait keep me in the loop oh i totally and will. i'll keep everyone else in the loop everyone's gonna be in the loop on the tough sunshine 2019 gigs and happenings you got it thank you so much for being here today it was hey, awesome man, i had you. a great time and and i want to also say why was uh, we were uh, listening to the tunes uh, a friend of mine from youngstown gary uh gary angelo wrote and uh, said tell tell tom i said hello and thanks for all he does for local music and also for music that's not necessarily local but not appreciated as much as it should be so oh, thank you gary yeah, and thank you, should, you johnny uh, Shout out to Gary Angelo. Yeah. What a nice guy. And we're going to end the program. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, we're going to end the program with one of my favorites from Fire in the Hero Building. You're, see, I, I always got confused because I discovered this record like about a year ago. Mm -hmm. But it's released in 2015, you said, but re-released in 2017. The very end of Then re-released in tape release yeah. in 2018 It seems well. that re this record's had several like incarnations so to speak but uh it the end of 20 like the very it came out on halloween of, of 2015 so yeah. basically the end of 15 and then yeah 16 17 then the new record this new record that i've been sitting on has been done for a year and a half which has been a little bit painful at times but at the same time i learned a hell of a lot waiting and yeah. dealing with this label stuff so i'm kind of um uh that's why I'm ready to like get going. 2019, so, it's yeah, out there. There's a lot of happening with, I mean, as much as I can, you know, like after this UK stuff, come back and start playing the local shows and start getting in the studio and pre-proing, as they say, <laughs> just trying to get the next yeah. record written. You know? So, but we're hearing a tough sunshine classic to close the program. <laughs> I complied. I love this photo on the cover too. What's, uh, yeah. what's that a photo of? Uh, that's a my friend Mike Gabriel in San Francisco did the cover for this record, and that's a uh, a picture. It was a found photo of um, a, it's it's a kind of a long story, but as you can see, she's sort of taking like uh, she's taking a selfie. Yeah, mirror in selfie. A mirror selfie. Yeah, about fifty years before yeah. that term was coined. We tried to get <laughs> find the family to get clearance for the photo, and we. Real, Mike really worked hard on it and uh, we weren't unable to do it but there's like a lot of mystery surrounding the woman and who she was and yeah, so that's always cool that yeah. well that makes it even cooler yeah so <laughs> we're, get, we're gonna hear I complied 
from Tough Sunshine's 2015, 2016, 2017, now 2015 <laughs> release, Fire in the Hero Building, which you can get toughsunshine.bandcamp.com. Yeah, everything's available on um you, that that's through Brooklyn Arts Press, but you can uh, you can order everything. Um, you can get everything via. You should go to Brooklyn Arts Press website for Fire in the Hero Building and the other uh, EPs and the new EPs. All this stuff is on Bandcamp. Awesome. So there you go. Here we go. I complied. Thank you again, Johnny. Thanks, man. It was a blast. I had a blast. Catch him on tour in the UK. Bye, everyone. See ya. See ya.